Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Ramble Radio. Hey, we're doing something we haven't done in a long time. That is rant. Welcome to another Ramble Rant episode. Skylar's first as a co-host on this podcast. I don't think we've done one probably since like near the beginning of the year. So definitely, you know, about six, seven months worth of stuff to to complain about. I ironically have stuff that came out, you know, a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago to complain about. So it's fresh and hot off the press. But Skylar, how excited are you to finally get on here and just and just let it all out? Well, people that know me know that I'm really good at complaining. So I <laughs> I feel like this is just perfect for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, A lot of complaining hey by me. Is this our is this our therapy? Yes. For I sure. So. <laughs> this... Well this, see, this is free. Right. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Therapy's I don't know. That's a little expensive. Yeah, this is we can just jump on Zoom and do this for free, and that's that's my therapy. Yeah, I I think this is our our therapy. Yeah, I whew, yeah I. There's a million things I could talk about that have happened in the last you know forty eight to seventy two hours. A lot of people out there are doing things that are driving me nuts. Um, but we all voted that I, the host, the king of this podcast, gets uh, <laughs> to start off. And um, I kind of just you know I want to rant a little bit about a topic we actually haven't really talked about too much lately on the podcast and that's video games. You know, I I've been playing the PlayStation five, you know, the last couple of months, this summer since I got it. And uh, I've been playing a lot of the single player games on the PlayStation that I've always wanted to play the games that have come out on the PS five, mostly PS four over the last like four years. Um, So I've been pretty content with doing that, playing rocket league with you guys playing Fortnite uh, on occasions, um, playing a little bit, Call of Duty or Halo. Sometimes I jump on Battlefield 2042. Just sometimes, you know, to kill time and and try a different game out or, you know, obviously something I could play with you guys. But I'm not going to lie. It's been really difficult lately to want to get into like a multiplayer shooting game, like say Halo and Battlefield 2042, probably the ones I'm going to pick on the most here um, because they just they're they're AAA companies and and we've we've talked about how Halo's been when it first came out we talked about Battlefield 2042 before so I, you know I'm not going to relay you know all the stuff that we've talked about beforehand but it's it sucks that you know we're almost a year into a year into the release of you know Battlefield and Halo and the lack of content it's just it's it's disappointing you know the the battle pass in Halo is just nothing but like challenges and like unlocking armor colors, like stuff you never had to do before. Um, you're still playing the same like four or five maps in the game. They're just now gonna come out with like co-op campaign and mission replay. Forge is in beta mode, it's still not out yet. They're finally coming out with a gun, um, a new gun, I should say. And and Battlefield as well. The thing that's killing me about Battlefield is you know, they're they're coming out with a couple new maps, a couple new vehicles and stuff, but they're also re or focusing a lot of time on redesigning and like fixing the old maps so like the maps that came out at, at launch like for example and there's a video of it i even watched the video and they were showing like the before and after and it's like oh well this street was just wide open so we added sandbags we added a couple of trucks and and tanks and vehicles that are destroyed you know the bird frames of vehicles and well that's cool that you know they're updating the maps and doing things that they need to fix overall it's just disappointing that we're not getting content like we used to um a, a perfect example that I I know Austin and Skyler and I I don't know if you have um Xavier played Battlefield 1 the World War like 1 era game and I remember us having so much fun and even Skyler and I specifically living in a house together in college with a couple of other buddies every night or a couple times a week we would always get on the game and and, and play together that game was perfect one of the first like live service games to really exist outside of Fortnite and whatnot, some of the battle royales. And they gave you like three or four different seasons or like content drops where they gave you like four different maps, bunch of different guns, uh, um, new vehicles, things like that. And and it's like, you got that stuff every couple of, of months or new challenges and stuff every, you know, weekly every, or, you know, every couple of weeks. And overall, I'm just, I'm disappointing, disappointed that I can't get into a game like Halo today or even Battlefield, even if I just played occasionally because it's just the repeat content and a year later almost, it's just um, just very dry. It's especially Halo, at least Battlefield's coming out with new maps. Halo, I played the same four or five maps that originally came out with the game, and I just, overall, I think it's just disappointing, and it's uh, 
it's tough to want to be a multiplayer gamer these days for me personally. It's almost like I'd rather sit around and, and play the single player stuff on um, the PlayStation. What do you like? What do you, you guys know, think? I know we all play different. I, things. I always, I always kind of chalk it up to, cause I struggle as well. I struggle, you know, playing anything multiplayer nowadays, you know, besides rocket league and, Anything shooter-wise, I, I really don't play multiplayer of anymore besides maybe a game of Fortnite every once in a while. I can't tell you the last time I played a Call of Duty game. I I, I couldn't even tell you the last matchmaking game I've played of that. But I I have a habit of chalking that up to maybe thinking that, okay, well, you know, I've grown up. The kids nowadays play these games differently or as the same as what we did when we were their age. And I just don't have the energy to keep up with them anymore i in this podcast i'm going to age myself quite a bit because what i have to complain about later on i'm I'm going to sound like i'm 85 but at the end of the day i've always chalked it up to the fact that maybe i'm just growing older or maybe i'm just growing out of it but will you made very valid points it's not even just that i'm growing out of it it's that the games aren't the same the games are like half ass compared to what we used to have so it's maybe a little bit of both, maybe more of lack of development. Um, it's probably more so that than me aging. Oh, I completely agree. Like from from the games that I've recently like seen, like Battlefield, like I played that for a while. Um, I didn't play much of Halo. I played a couple games over at your house, Will and Austin, um, but. It's it's funny to me how nowadays it seems like these bigger anticipated games are now being like it, it's basically like a beta test. You're paying for a beta test like you're paying for them to like have to fix things like on day one, like have giant patches to like fix bugs and fix just big problems. And they give you like a half assed game with like Halo with like four maps in it. And the fact that they don't even have like co-op campaign, either local or just online forge mode and co-op, like playing a story for like that is Halo. Like that's what you think of, like, or at least that's what I think of. Like when I when I hear the title Halo, I think of the old days back when like Halo 3 came out. We went we would like sit down on the big TV. We each have our own little corner of the screen. We would just go and just fight elites and grunts. And it was a great time. But now it's just so different. And you're paying the same, if not more now, because some of these games like on certain systems like PlayStation, I feel like they're starting or not feel like they are starting to ramp up the prices a little bit. Like they went from 60 to $70 for certain games, which I'm like, okay, I guess. But it's still kind of like, I feel like I'm being ripped off. Like I'm not getting the quality that we used to have and the quality that we grew up on. And I feel kind of bad for the kids these days because they don't even understand like what a good game is anymore or like what a game should be at launch. There, like I don't know. It's just... There is something, and I know I've said this in past podcasts, there is something going on behind the scenes of the entire video game industry right now mm-hmm. that as consumers – we've kind of just been letting slide consistently. And, you know, think about back in the day, Will, you lining up at midnight for midnight releases. You know, I know that that's not a thing anymore. It's more modernized. You know, you just come out digitally and stuff like that. But, like, there really has not been a triple A release that has gone smoothly in the last three, four years. There has not been one game that's lived up to the hype. Not, not, Not a single one. Mm-hmm. and agree. this is like game studios that have been out for years so again i there's something going on behind the scenes i know i've said it in previous podcasts there is something happening i don't know if it's lack of staff due to covid i don't know if it's but you would think that they would just do mass hirings they they've charged more for their games they're charging a monthly subscription fees for the battle passes they're mm-hmm. charging you know it's not like I'm sure the game has gotten more expensive to make, but it seems like they're making up for that with all these charges. So you would think they would do mass hiring if they're understaffed. You would think they would just come out and admit, hey, the new consoles are out. We're not fully adapted to them yet. So we're going to make 
two versions of this game, one for the new console and one for the old console, and they're going to be the same level quality as the old console because we're not fully adapted to the new console yet. Just come out and say that. Mm-hmm. I just, I have no idea. There's something. See, I think you on. just, but see, I think, I personally think you just answered your own question about what, you know, what's happening behind the scenes. It's, cl- it's clear that what's happening right now is that gaming isn't about making fun games anymore and, and content. It's about focusing on making it, you know, you know, income based. It's all about, you know, these companies are so big now that it's all about making money. It's all about revenue. And they've tapped into a great source of of money, which is the the constant battle passes and having a store where you could buy different camos and guns and characters and skins and all that stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm not totally against it because we've talked about this a long time ago in the early days of this podcast, that it's technically better than paying $20 or $25 for like the old Call of Duty map packs where they gave you four maps and you literally spent a fourth of the price of a new game. However, it's pretty sad how we're getting no content. Like they're not even adding anything that's worth buying. And what's so frustrating, a thought I had today, what's so frustrating about this is the net we're on next gen consoles and they're not even running. They're not even doing anything on the next gen. They're, they're struggling on the, on these, these new technologies, you know, Xbox or Microsoft and Sony, they want to tell us to power these consoles. Part of the reason why Halo's having an issue with some of their technological things that I don't know all the, you know, the terminology for because it's game design stuff and game engine stuff, but they're struggling on how to use, how they incorporate fixes into their, their game engine. Oh, so we don't even know how to make a game on the, on the, on the consoles that were hyped up to us. And that's kind of, that's kind of frustrating too. Like I have both new consoles that I don't even want to say they're new now because they've been out for like two years almost now at this point. And there's nothing I'm playing. I'm playing like remastered Spider-Man. I'm playing remastered this, remastered that. And that's cool because it came out on the PS4. So it's, you know, it's I'm playing on the PS5 current gen stuff. That's fine. But like, man, like Halo, they're not even doing couch co-op. That was supposed to come out. They said we're going to allocate our resources and time and energy elsewhere. And I know we're not doing couch co-op like we used to, but that's the essence of Halo. One Halo is one of those top games where... And we all have memories of this playing Halo, whether it's multiplayer or playing the campaigns together, sitting on each other's couches. So there's a there's a rumor going around because so they they've ditched the whole whole idea of couch co-op. Right. They said that we're not going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So there's a rumor going on. And this is also brings us in exactly what you were saying about the two different consoles. So right now, the way the gaming industry laid out is you have a console that came out two years ago no yeah i think they yeah. came out in 2020 two years ago we're two years into the new console and we're still you know making games that are for the for the for the console that's been around for eight something years right i mean I, more than that i'm sure it's been a decade since with the xbox one right i, I want to be- say it was right around 2013 Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, close to a decade, yeah. close to a decade old console, and so there, there's again, there's more behind the scenes things going on with, with how things are doing because, you know, we're two years into the console and it's people are still struggling to get it. So with that being said, Microsoft told three four three, who makes Halo, and was like, hey, due to everyone struggling, to get these new consoles. Um, you have to make a game for the old console. So there's rumors going on saying that the couch co-op was not going to work on both versions. And Microsoft told them to just scrap it outright if they can't have it on both versions. And now there's a glitch that's come out. I don't know if anyone has seen that. Heard there's about a glitch that. to activate um, your couch co-op for for the new consoles and there's a rumor saying that um 343 just kind of leaked that glitch so that way you know the community can at least play it on the new consoles and microsoft isn't really happy with that that's wild yeah it's just it's kind of sad and then my final thought on it is just i i kind of you know i'm not even 
I'm not. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm not going to allow COVID to be an excuse anymore because companies like Call, Activision, for example, with Call of Duty, they have you go to Call of Duty's website and you scroll down to the bottom of the pair Activision's website and scroll down to the bottom of the page. There's like seven or eight different companies that are working on Call of Duty. They have the resources. They have the money. They're just it. They're just so business driven. It's not about the entertainment. It's not about the fun. It's not about, you know, it's not like what game, what was a GameStop slogan, you know, power to the players. The players don't have any power anymore. It's they have, they have to buy everything or they have to wait eight months or more to get, you know, content drops for these games. So, and yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't have the time anymore. I I might be growing out of playing games too, but it sucks when you don't even want to, get on halo for an hour or two. Cause you it's, you're going to experience the same stuff that you experienced for nine months. So I'm a slightly unhappy gamer right now. Yeah. One more thing. Um, I, my take on it is I feel like not, not so much that the games we, we are, you know, like games that are coming out now aren't as good as what we used to have. I think what it is more of is, the fact that we're we're told all these promises and all these guarantees from game developers and uh, Microsoft and Sony that hey, look at all this capability we have. Like I think Austin, you said it earlier, like look at all the power of these consoles, but they don't utilize any of it. And all these promises and guarantees that these marketing teams want to you know send our way, it, it like it doesn't mean anything because like the the Halo thing the I mean, shoot, the game was supposed to come out at a certain time, and then it got delayed. So right, right whole there already, year, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it got delayed. So you should think, okay, well, it's delayed, that sucks, but like at least we're going to get a finished product. But really, I don't think, I wouldn't really say we have. I mean, I could probably give it a little bit more of a chance, but it's just frustrating where when something is delayed, you think, okay, well, th- hopefully it should be better, but it feels like, they could have just released it as as it was, you know, when they said they were going to release it, and it probably would have just been the same. It it doesn't. It just feels like whatever we're promised by by these advertisements and well, all these people, all these CEO, CEOs saying things, I, I just feel like it, it never lives up to the hype. Just like you said, Austin. It you know again, for, for, and I will give you know benefit of the doubt to like some of the developers and people you know actually putting in the hours on games to make them from from what it sounds like as a consumer and what i've been reading is because again like like i said just a few minutes ago because of the issues with still getting the new consoles microsoft is adamant about developers making two versions of the games and from what i understand for it's very difficult and it's essentially a development team it doesn't translate very well from what I understand, it, it, it doesn't, you, they essentially have to make two versions of one game and like it to make it direct. They can't just copy and paste it and say, Oh, this is for Xbox one. This is for Xbox series X. From what I'm hearing, it's very difficult. And it, and now because of that, again, I understand a little bit of the delays because you're making two different products compared to one, but also like a little part of me can, can't, help but wonder if that delay wasn't to just maybe say like you know screw you to microsoft can we just make one version of this because honestly even as someone who doesn't have the next gen please stop making games for xbox one and at this point just stop i I can see you know what's cool is the game pass uh ultimate they do the cloud gaming so i'm able to play a lot of games that are coming out through cloud gaming with like lower resolution um that's cool so i can keep up a little bit like that but just at this point we're two years into the new console i i know people are struggling to get it but like the next madden the next call duty the next like franchise um sets of games coming out should not be released for xbox one that doesn't help there's the console shortage too that we've had an issue with too you know, so it's it, it's tough. Guys the pandemic and everything like the the pandemic that happened the year that this you know console generation came out. It's you know again, I, I don't want to just go on an onslaught here and 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 not give them any cut any slack. I'm just 
I, I've tried to cut slack for the last couple of years and it, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's, and it's just sad that, you know, indie developers and smaller companies are making better games at this point than, you know, the multi-million dollar companies. And I mean, you know, Halo is a legendary game. We, we grew up with Halo and it's sad that even if we don't play it that much anymore, that, you know, we can't even just get on it, you know, say a little bit. This podcast is sponsored by Just Be Coffee Roasters. Just Be is owned by your very own co-host, Xavier, along with his uncle. Just Be offers many blends from around the world for personal use, fundraisers, and business partnerships. Just Be uses an eco-friendly and sustainable approach to everything they do. Oh, and by the way, they offer free shipping for orders over $50. Check them out Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 400 Fisher Street, Unity in Munster, Indiana, or call them at 219-789-8354. Their email is sales at justbe.coffee. Just Be, locally roasted coffee, driven by community. You're listening to Ramble Radio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. Just search Ramble Radio and look for our great purple logo. To find more great episodes, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Stitcher, and Radio Public. We now return to Ramble Radio. That is my piece on that. Does anyone else want to go next? Who who needs to get something off their chest? So I um I what was it? Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that was like the holiday weekend that was that came up recently. Saturday of that weekend, there was a great deal. I guess like I you know it makes sense now that I think about it. I guess movie theaters struggle to get people in person on that weekend specifically. Like they just do like really bad numbers because everyone's out last weekend of the year, you know, for a lot of barbecues and stuff like that. So I, I get that. So they had a $3 movie deal um, for that Saturday. And I went to go see two movies that day. Um, probably the first time I think besides maybe like when I was like a teenager, like, sneaking into the second movie after watching the first <laughs> but probably the first time i've actually ex- spent like ha- a full half of a day inside of a movie theater and it was great i had a great time um and like i said earlier i'm going to age myself i'm just gonna <laughs> gonna sound a lot older than what i am and that's because so the first movie i saw was like midday like noon and it was top gun incredible movie um I would recommend seeing it if it's still in theaters, like if you haven't already, in IMAX. Um, side note: the story, not all, not all great, not very great, but just the action and like the way they filmed it was incredible. It made me want to like sign up for flight school the next day. Um, so that was like at noon on a Saturday, and there was it, it was packed. There was a lot of people, so their their promotion worked. Um. And then the next one, I co- I go home, I take a nap, and the next one I go to is uh, Spider-Man. Because I guess they released like a lot of newer deleted scenes. Um, they had like a funny name for it, like Extended Cut or do you know Skylar? I can't remember what it was. They had like a funny name for it. I can't remember what it was, but it was um, a whole bunch of deleted scenes. It was great seeing it again in theaters. And this was at like 745 at night. And as soon as I walked in and like scanned my tickets and I knew I was in a different movie theater. Oh no. I knew it. I knew <sighs> an atmosphere was entirely different. There was kids running around and I mean like kids, like, you know, five-year-olds, but there was also like just teen, just angsty teenagers everywhere. Like, 13-year-old kids on their first date making out with a girl in the corner. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I know everyone's going to be in that theater because that's, like, the only, like, kids movie that's, like, or, like, teenager movie that's going on that late. Um, sure enough, I get in. 
I find a seat. Luckily, no one's sitting by me. I had like a whole row to myself. It was great. But they all chose like the back corner because that's what teenagers do. You know, we always chose the back corner just to like, I don't know why. We thought we were cool. So it's so you can look at the whole room. Oh, sure. It's like it's like a it's like a mob boss sitting in a restaurant. You got to be like in the back corner. Right. The one behind you so you can see everything. Right. So here are these 16 year old kids, mob bosses. Um, <laughs> it was awful. It was so bad. Um, you had like at two points throughout the movie, you had two parents because there was like some families there. Like a, the dads like stand up and turn around and be like, can you guys just keep it down? I'm trying to be nice. And of course they mock you. Like, can you just keep it down? I'm like, oh my God. And two times a security guy comes in and tells them to be quiet and then just forgets about it the rest of the movie. It was, I mean, we're screaming out, you know, fuck this movie. Oh, Spider-Man dies at the end. Like just, and Spider-Man doesn't die at the end. (laughs) It just, it it was, it was rough. And that's why I said, I, I feel like I'm, Cause I, well, I don't know. Cause I put myself in their shoes and when we were 16, we were loud. I know we were, but we were never like that. We were never disrespectful. Right. Like we, we, I mean, there was a certain point, but yeah, like there's always that one time where maybe you say that one extra comment a little bit too loud, but when you're mm-hmm. verbally being like Spider-Man's dead, like you're just trying to be an asshole. Like it's, it's yeah, that's a difference there, but damn. I'm sorry. That no, sucks. It, yeah, it sucks. And you know, it, it just had me thinking like we rely so much on strangers to just behave while you're in a movie theater. And people have all, all kinds of people have bad habits. I have bad habits. You know what I mean? And people bring that to the movie theaters and it sucks. Cause like you go there expecting just kind of like a nice, quiet movie setting. And you have Betsy behind you chomping on popcorn <laughs> and you have Theodore to your left, like out of breath because you'd walked up two flights of stairs and you have the 16 year old kids in the back yelling, making out and, and that they were running, they were running snoring. up and down the aisles. That's running. Insane. It's yeah, it's bad. I've never been to like, a, never been to a movie like that. That's like that's wild. And, and, like, and I, I always think I'm sorry. I I always think at the time, will when we try to sneak in a friend who was, so like <laughs> what to to watch a rated R movie you have to be 17 or 18. I think 17. Yeah. Yeah. 17. So we were yeah we were 16, like three out three out of four of us were 17, and one person was 16, and and I know we made it obvious because the one person brought like a Minions movie ticket. And all of us bought the tickets for the game, so we, you know, we we knew, right? And the and the staff knew, but sure enough, the credits or the the opening roll starts, and security comes and grabs that one person. Or it might have been two people, but I'm just thinking, like, I, you know what? Ha- it was two. It was two. Is Brian and Nick? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick B. Yep. I now now I'm remembering it even more, and that was. And now, and they yeah. they did not let that slide. But hey, we can run up and down the aisles, screaming at the top of our lungs, and that's okay. Yeah, apparently, it, you know what? Honestly, just in general, when you're with a crowd of people, maybe you're at the movies, maybe you're in the bleachers at a baseball game yesterday, last night, maybe you're Will and Skyler, and. You know, it just so happens, you know, you're at the White Sox game and Luis Robert plays center field and it's number one fan sitting behind you. And we're just going to scream every time he's in center field. Luis, Luis, I love you, Luis. And sure enough, directly behind Skyler, probably specifically, she was behind us, but directly behind Skyler. Hey, we're just screaming. We're screaming in the first inning, the second inning, all nine innings. Yeah, well, yeah, and then they no finally one, left near the end. By the way, no one else is cheering. Like no one. Like we're just we're just sitting there watching the game, and we are like nothing happened. Yelling, we are yelling at Luis Robert. Oh, you just brought another heated. Oh, I'm people already. Just, I'm mad. And people now just too. acting up, and then, yeah, then there was a fight on the other side of us, like far oh, enough away. Okay. But like, but you could see that it. it's like 
folks, we're at a baseball game. What what are we doing that we got to scream when it doesn't matter and we're throwing haymakers? I, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> Not only are we fighting, everyone's standing up to look at the fight and record the fight. And you can't Can see you the just game. sit down? I'm trying to watch a baseball game. That's what we're here for, right? We're at the baseball game where we watch <laughs> the baseball game. That's what I'm doing. And everyone's like, oh, they're fighting. Who gives a shit? Like, let them fight. I'm watching the game. Get out of my way so I can see. Yeah, and then you start, you know, when, when you give people like that attention, then they just take advantage. You know, that's what kind of motivates people to keep on going, too, you know, where it's like, okay, just, you know, let them, you know. I mean, obviously, if you're sitting right there, like, you're going to have to move so you don't get whacked. Or, you know, if you're trying to protect your kids or something, because, again, you know, it's supposed to be a family event and you know these people are just pushing and shoving each other and it's just like you know man, i i just don't get it you you brought on just a whole nother idea of my the original rant you are absolutely right there is there is such a fine line of being comfortable and uncomfortable due to someone's actions at a public place like a baseball game or movie theater you can go there and have someone behind you who is like the most respectful person and have just a great time who talks every once in a while doesn't scream, isn't obnoxious. And then you have someone like that who the it, you can't get that out of your head. It's happening, you know, it sounds like every inning at least. And it ruins it because here you are trying to pay attention and you can't help but to not just be like, okay, lady, you know, can you just, can you cool it for a little bit, please? Yeah, I mean, on the last podcast, we talked about, you know, summer experiences and whatnot. And we talked about that Cubs game the four of us went to. That that was nice. There was, was I, I don't recall mm-hmm. anybody being goofy in the crowd. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you're going to hear other people's stories and, you know, you laugh. Sometimes you're like, well, you know, this guy's just letting it all out right now. I'm hearing, you know, the whole crowd's here and stuff that maybe he should just, you know, keep to texting or, I... you know, <laughs> on the phone after the damn yeah. game. But and so, sometimes like people listening is fun when you're sitting in the stands, you know, amongst the oh, crowd. Yeah. But and, and you know what I will say, I know probably Skyler and I are the kind of hardcore sports fans. So like when we're at the game, we're at the game. I mean, there were times where him and I didn't even speak because we're, you know, we're watching. We need to, we're trying to see are we going to score? You know, we got man on first man on third. Like we're, we're, we're like we're locked into the game. So it's just like, all right, everybody shut up, shut up and let me watch. And it's even like for me, I'm even more serious at Bears games because, you know, that's like the most expensive damn ticket, you know, for a sporting event in Chicago. And it's like and even we've had people around our seats, you know, being a season ticket holder, going the games for years. Oh, my you know, used to have idiots behind us. They could be funny one minute, but then they'd get drunk and, you know, just be a little bit too much to handle or people to our right. You know, my mom went once I wasn't there and she got pissed and yelled at somebody because this woman, she's puking. She got, she was too drunk, just nonstop puking. And they're not, nobody's taking her to the bathroom or helping her. And my mom finally uh, like turned see, and said, get her out of here. She's clearly sick and it's disgusting that now everybody's got to sit next to the throw up. See, like something like that is huge. You are like, that just ruins your entire game. It does. Cause then while that's going off to your side, you, you could try as hard as you want to just focus on the game, but you can't, you just can't. There's something something about sitting in the bleachers, like whether it's Cubs, (laughs) White Sox, or yeah, football game, like high school football. There's something about sitting in the bleachers that just makes people want to get rowdy. I don't don't know what it is. I have no idea either. Now, maybe it's because I I feel like specifically with baseball, I think you got the case of two things. One, when you're in the outfield, until the ball is hit, you know, you know, until you get a home run or the ball's hit to the outfield. The action's not very close to you. And also you have baseball, you know, it's baseball. So, you know, like the game we went to last night, there were like the the beginning of the game and then at the end of the game was like the most action. So there were maybe four or five innings in between where it was like, okay, it's kind of, you know, go, you know, you're just going with the flow. There's not a whole lot of offense, not a whole lot of scoring going on. So again, if you're not maybe too, like if you're not really, really, really in the sports or really, really in the baseball he may just be casually sitting there because, you know, maybe you were invited with to go with some friends and you're just hanging out. It's your social, you know, your social thing to do, you know, after work that day. And that's fine. But there's definitely a, a limit you should take it to, because I always used to say 
I think we talked about it before too on a different rant when we complained about people sleeping and doing goofy stuff in, in crowds and acting up. I just don't get how people get so wasted and then go to the game. Or as soon as they get there, they get wasted. I'm like, why, why are you here? You should have just went to a bar. I, I'll never understand that to pay all that money yeah. for tickets, pay that kind of money to park or take the train, whatever you did, and you're just going to be absolutely wasted. Yeah. Couldn't also, be me. Also, you know, hearing people, when you said earlier, hearing, listening to people's conversation, you know what another thing people need to stop doing at games? People need to realize that when you're texting somebody, you have a whole row of people behind you who just is able to see everything on your phone. Yeah, if you're gonna, are you referencing that Twitter thing? Every year, there's like every year, there's three or four tweets of some some old middle aged dude sexting some woman off of his phone. Jesus, it's, and it and it's the person behind the person doing it, the middle aged man, just t- taking their camera and zooming in, and it is like vulgar. It's like, sir, it is the fifth inning of a baseball game. I could actually top boring. that one off. It's zero zero. It, fucking, Bonk. I know it's boring, Bonk. but for God's sake, you guys trying to get some worse? action. That's worse. <laughs> oh my! God. When you're at a game with somebody you know, and he's a middle aged guy, and he's showing you his messages with somebody he's trying to get oh. with, and you're just like, brother, they, thank you, cool, thank you so much. Sir, for showing we are me. at a game. Uh, maybe I'm cursed at Sox games now because that happened a couple of years ago. I was on like a when I was at the when I was in school, there was like a uh, the broadcasting school. There was like a field trip where we got to go to the Sox game and we actually got to go in and meet the radio broadcasters. And again, at this broadcasting school, there's some even some older p- people. Uh, it was like all all ages, not like a full on college thing. And and this guy was cool. And, you know, we would always hang out and, and talk in class and whatnot. And uh, but, but yeah, that day, he's just like, he's all just sitting there all proud because, you know, he's going to go get some when he goes home or over the weekend. I'm just like, OK, I my brother, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my brother, have, have a blessed evening when you get home. But <laughs> I don't care. I don't. Oh, boy. So who's next? You know what? We're we're going around the circle here. We're all feeling better. I could I could, I could just feel it. Who's next in this lovely ritual of just just getting it off your chest and calming down after? Uh, I'll I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Okay. Brother Skyler. Um, so mine is not like super specific. Well, we'll get into the specifics because I have examples, but I cannot stand when people don't pay attention to their surroundings. Like oblivious, just people are so oblivious to what's going on around them. My number one example, and this has been a thing all my life, when I'm walking behind someone and they, that person is just walking either super slow or just stops. Like we're just going to stop when we've got a big line of people. And this, this happened at the, at the game last night. Hey, let's just let's just stop right in the middle when we have thirty thousand people trying to get out of the stadium. Can you go off to the side or just like think just think about other people for a second if you if you could? I I feel like that's too just, hard for some people though. Like it's like it doesn't register for some people. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like there <laughs> there's the occasional person where their common sense level is just so low that it's just like. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I feel like. And then everybody else has to deal with the consequences. Like for that situation, somebody's going to just fucking stop and be like, huh, that's a pretty good looking ceiling. I'm just going to stare, stare at that ceiling for a couple minutes and slow everybody down. But it's like, I'm the one that would be unfortunate enough to be behind this person, like in that situation. But I, it's, it's hard to, talk to someone deal with someone or even just like watch somebody when they're like doing just something stupid like that it's like what what's going on in your brain right there like i don't know if you guys like the people watch i i'm a big people watcher and it that part's kind of interesting when you see it from afar but when it's right next to you it's irritating but like when you see it from afar it is like I, i i like every single ounce of my being is trying to figure out what's going on in their head 
and and it never comes out to the right to the right conclusion but it's so entertaining to just watch because it's just like you're just so stupid and i I just just love watching you i picture elevator music in their head yeah yeah just (laughs) a slight jazz not not much other than that going on clearly no the name of it is situational awareness that's in Mm -hmm. in you need to have it you need to have it and i unfortunately have too much of it i think <laughs> yes, we've talked think about this before with that yeah. I, yeah i i at a grocery store am constantly aware of who's around me i feel bad if i in my cart is an inch in the more in the middle than it should be mm-hmm. there are times where i leave my cart six aisles down because I don't want to bring my cart down the aisle because it's a it's a packed aisle because I I don't want to make anybody upset. Mm-hmm. I I I have too much of that. I need to, to not be like that. There's like a a fine line of like a perfect level of it, and most of the population I would imagine is underneath that with just light jazz in their head as they walk around and. <laughs> you know what though some. Some or go ahead, Xavier. No, it's just I'm I'm trying to think of like the situation of like you know what it might be kind of nice to just have light jazz going in your head constantly. It might be pretty soothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think about it right now because I'm like, oh, you got to be so carefree, carefree to just be like, I don't care about anything that's going on right now. Like in my head, like Austin, I'm the same way as you. Like you are. If I'm in the grocery store, if I'm in my car, if I'm like literally just walking down the street, I know where everything is around me and it's very stressful (laughs) in a way because it's like I want to make sure I'm not in anybody's way. I'm going to try to make sure that nobody gets in my way. I'm trying to like calculate all the possibilities of something going wrong. Um, But Damn, it must be very, uh, very, very nice to. It sucks for us because oh, it's like awful. But, it... but you're right. I almost kind of envy them. I want some light jazz playing in my head. Yeah. You know what? I if that's the case, then then God bless. I'll relax. But I came across something literally yesterday. Going to the gym, and I'm in the parking lot. You know, I'm about to turn into the aisle so I could find a parking spot, and there's a stop sign right in front of the directly in front of uh, the Planet Fitness I go to. So I was going to, you know, follow the stop sign, of course, then take a left. And this this woman's coming from the other direction in her SUV. And in the very first, like, parking spot, I guess she knew the person that was there, some other woman who I guess parked with a motorcycle. And so this woman, first off, she's I was like, okay, this is kind of an adventure to begin with because she's, like, pretending to, like, drive her car to this lady's motorcycle. And I'm like, like just like like jerking the wheel a little bit so like her car so would kind of shake and oh i was my like God, that is funny and i'm like and honestly i didn't think anything of it. i'm like okay you know you're you know you see your friend or something and i know i've seen this lady in planet fitness all the time and she's cool however t- yesterday not cool so she proceeds to, to turn into the same mile i'm trying to go into okay fine so as soon as she like finishes her turn i start going she breaks gets out of her car walks around her car the back of her suv she's looking at me and then she turns and starts talking to her friend and i'm just like oh, okay i'll back up I'll, I'll i'll back up and i'll go to the next one because oh. you're the king of the park you're the queen of the parking lot and again it didn't ruin my day it's not, that's not not anything that's the end of the world but it's just amazing how people sometimes just think they could do whatever they want and it could just be completely ignorant to others and here's me thinking like Oh, maybe because then I get I park and I get out of my car. And I'm like, OK, maybe this maybe this person, their bike broke down or there's an issue. So they're going to work on the bike. I'm like, OK, that's understandable, even though I still think you could get a parking spot. So, as you know, I'm walking in and I'm I'm, I'm about I'm walking towards the building and I, you know, I just take a look and and they're just chatting it up, having a good time. So clearly she's just like, I'm just going to park unless I miss something. Maybe they did fix the bike or do anything. But I'm just like and she parked in the middle of the aisle so people can't exit that aisle or enter the aisle i'm just like i can't i just cannot believe that you just did this i i would feel like shit if i did that to somebody i absolutely would that's why i i always say when someone asks you the question of if you had a choice of what superpower you wanted don't choose invisibility don't choose the ability to fly it's time machine because in a situation like that, I would 
lay on my horn. I would make that person as uncomfortable as I can. And then when I feel good about the situation, I feel like I've done a good part. I just go back in time and just park in my parking spot. I'll get all your anger out on them and just be like, fuck you, lady. Come on. And then just rewind. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. My superpower would be to give people common sense because then we would actually have a fucking utopia of a place to live in. So, because if we got rid of all the fucking stupid people, then (laughs) this place would be amazing. I would love to live around here, but my life is so fucking stressful now because I have to be worried about. Joe Schmode almost hitting me in the parking lot or this Karen that's taking up half of the fucking parking spaces. So yeah. Let's talk about drivers on the rants. And it and and honestly, it's a every podcast, every rant occurrence because every day there's somebody being a moron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this rant definitely applies to driving because here's here's like one of the best examples I can think of. When you're turning left, right? Just correct i should say when you're turning left <laughs> so the the person turning left out of the lane you're trying to turn into right you're at an intersection and they pull up way too far past the stop line oh yeah hey thank you for giving me just so much room to turn into that lane that i need to go <laughs> it happens over here yeah. on yeah. broad all the time i just i don't get it like can you just stop there's literally a a probably two foot thick white line that tells you, "Hey, fucking stop here, please." And, <laughs> gotta stop. And and honestly, and I, none, no, all four of us don't don't abide by that white line. None of us do. But we all of us go maybe a foot or two over. These people are a full car length. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but you like nobody, nobody listens to the, the white, white line, line behind. And them. the best part is when you're not that person, but you're behind that person. And they're like in the middle of the intersection during the green light and they're waiting to go. However, they realize they fucked up and they don't have enough time to turn. Yeah. And then so they want to back up there and then, the no, or then they want to back up and you're like, well, okay. I can't back up. There's people behind <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> I love we're it. when you, I love it when you get into an intersection where it's like, okay, you want to go and turn left. So let's say there's two lanes going straight and then you have the left lane with the arrow and everything. So me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into the left lane, you know, like a normal person. It's red, whatever I'm waiting. There's one person in front of me. And then I'm the unfortunate soul that has to deal with the one driver in front of me who's like, you know what? I don't feel like turning left. So I'm just going to wait out this light until the other lights turn green so I could speed in front to try to cut everybody off on on the right side there. Because that happens to me way too often. And I'm laying on my horn and they're just like, I don't care. Like, you can't get past me. You can't move. I don't give a shit. And I'm like, and, oh, and they'll hey. they'll sit there with their, their turn signal on, like, to get in the lane. Like, that's going to do something. Like, yeah. you're yeah. still an idiot. Like, yeah. that's not, right. like, you're not, it's not okay just because you had the turn signal on. I, right. I thought you were going to go and say what ha- is happening to me every day now. And you get to, you come to a red light, you're in the left-hand turn lane. And you're the first person in the lane waiting for your arrow. You get a green arrow and the people from the right are still turning left four cars, five oh, cars yeah. running yeah. the red light. Can I go? And now my lights yellow and mm-hmm. you got to kind of rubberneck. Like look, you got to like look peer around the corner. You got any, any other, anybody else want to break the law today in front of me? <laughs> Hello. Or you want to know another one to add on to that? Well, we're on the topic of taking a left at the intersection. You know, I just went through a journey with you and Skyler going to the Bears game on Sunday. Oh, you know what? Two. I got two. We'll we'll continue. We'll first continue with the intersection. Speaking of, you know, the taking a left. You remember when we were on going southbound on, you know, Lakeshore Drive, and we're trying. And I was trying to turn on to get onto the northbound side so we could get on the Stevenson and, and head home. Blah blah blah. Whatever. <laughs> hey, it's the green light. I'm allowed to go, and the people in the coming from the opposite direction, they're thinking they got the green turn turn signal or the yeah, turn light. Ahead. And, and I'm pointing at the light. I'm like, hey, I got the green light. And Ford F one fifty goes. The other guy, he's like brake checking me, but 
on the front end, he's like, am, am I going? I'm, I'm like, are you going? Because clearly I'm not trying to get in a freaking accident here when it's supposed to be my turn, especially on the way to the game. If anyone's familiar with the rain that occurred on that day, I was driving 35 miles an hour on the expressway because it was raining so hard you couldn't see. Folks, if you get in a little accident, even if you spin out, hit the wall, your bumper's hanging off, it's okay. Things happen. But get off the expressway or pull over to the shoulder and collect yourself and also check the damage on your car collect because somebody bumper. spun out. <laughs> yeah, somebody spun out in front of us on the way to the game. And, you know, for the person, thank God, it, they didn't flip or anything like that. They spun a couple of times. They did hit the wall. The right part of their bumper was hanging off. This person decided I'm going to keep going and I'm going to drive fast. And so later on down on the Bishop Ford, because we're even thinking, like, why isn't this person getting off? Then 10 minutes later on the Bishop Ford, hey, sure enough, I have to zoom around the fucking bumper that's sitting in the center lane. And it sure <laughs> enough was that guy's. And I'm like, you know, so between surviving a bumper and then I'm I'm yelling at people because I have the green light. They don't have the go ahead to turn. I'm like, I, and then you could ask Skylar and Austin. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I just survived the spin out of a bumper just to get in an accident at this stupid light because of these people that I was like, okay, sorry, I, I, I took, you know, I got it out of me. And then we had a nice peaceful drive but, home. But just the, just the idea of someone spinning four times, hitting aside the, the sidewall and having the bumper and then still proceeding in the left lane going 30 miles over what everybody else is doing. The type of person that is scares me because that's the, that's the sixth time that this week that that's happened. If that happens to me, I'm ter- I'm shaking. I'm going over and pulling over, checking my bumper, checking the pressure of my checking tires. Checking my pants. Yeah, checking my if pants. I, if I just did a spin out on the expressway, I'm parking it and we're taking five, maybe yeah, ten. Yeah, I think I'm clocking out for a little bit, to be <laughs> we're, honest. We're going to arrive late to the game because I need to collect myself. Especially in the in the first ever Lake Michigan hurricane that we had. Like, Holy I, You cow. got it. Bro, you got to pull over. On the next podcast, we're going to talk about experiences and we're going to talk about being drenched and stuff and we'll ponchos that, that we'll don't save work that for another day yeah we're gonna oh, say, i got a poncho God. story for another day you know who, who we haven't gotten to Zav. Our favorite person zav oh me me Go ahead. it's, it's your turn is yours, brother, brother zav is we're here for you floor is mine uh, you guys kind of took a couple of my oh, rants, I had a but feeling no, but I had a feeling there's one that kind of happened to uh, to me today that kind of just like it's more of a pet peeve than anything, but I'm it's all about that. Can I guess? Uh, Wait, hold on. Can I guess real quick? Sure, go for it. Is it when Austin accidentally hits the Rocket League? Yeah, it makes a own goal. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no. It's uh, it's actually work related. So uh, I am for the people who are new listening to us on the podcast. I am a coffee roaster and also a little bit of everything involved when it comes to just roasting coffee. Like I do all the managing, blah, 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 like inventory. So it's such and such. And I have a pretty decent background in coffee. I know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I'm no like savant, like I'm not like whatever, but I know what I'm talking about. And I had a customer come in today and we were talking coffee, you know, having a good time. But don't you just love it when people just try to tell you how to do your job? Isn't it fantastic? Oh, oh it. it's so much fun. And you just got to fucking take it because they're about to buy your coffee. Be like, oh, this coffee is really good, but this is how you make it better. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for telling me how to make it better. I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, you got to love it when you have to put a smile on your face for the bullshit that you have to deal with at work. Can you... Um, can you go into depth about like what exactly this person was trying to tell you to do? So, okay, this person thinks they have the okay, Austin, you yep. know, or honestly, all of you guys know coffee. So, every uh, there's like a known um, theme when it comes to coffee that it's like, oh, the darker roast is the has the more caffeine in it and it's got more strength in it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No. It actually, it's in the lighter roast. The lighter roasts yeah. have more caffeine in it because it doesn't get cooked out of it, basically. And we went on like a good, probably a two, three minute discussion about like 
how that whole process works. And I was giving them in-depth information about it. I don't want to go into the whole spiel now, but sure. like it, it, it's mind boggling when people just can't accept the fact that they're wrong. And you just, and then me as the one, as the, the businessman, <laughs> um, I have to just kind of like take it a little bit and it's just like, sure. Okay. Yeah. And then I try to change the subject and then it's just a constant, just like a little bit of back and forth and like picking at me. And I'm like, I know what I'm talking about, lady. Like you can, you can either buy the coffee or you can just get the fuck out of here. Cause I wanted to say that, but I was like, I'm not trying hey, to give us a bad reputation. Time machine. Time Seriously. Machine. Oh my hey, God. Great. I'm just saying. Oh, she was like the biggest coffee Karen I've ever met in my life. And <laughs> it's irritating to me that, that people like, I know this is just my job with coffee, but I feel like people are dealing with this on a daily basis. And I feel so bad for, for those people. Cause I, I used to deal with that back when I worked in uh it, worked in the city as a service technician. Cause people were like, Oh, the brewer's doing this. And this is what I think is happening. And I'm like, Oh, but that's not what's, you know, that's not the issue. And they're like, Oh, but this is what's happening. And I'm like, but that's not the issue. It's something else. And it's just, constant back and forth so you gotta love that um and then there's one other small thing that it kind of goes into common sense and this is more of like from a business standpoint so i'm not going to say the the business that we're potentially working with but we actually just got we had a little tasting today on our coffee because a newer business is starting up and they want to and they're starting a cafe brand new cafe and they've had a little bit of experience with coffee in the past but not not enough at all and they come to us they're like oh we like your coffee blah 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 we actually bought our own equipment and we're like okay that's great cool um and then i'm starting to ask questions like is it already installed do you guys know how to use it they're like no not really no i'm like okay well we can we can train you we can do all that and then i finally asked the question of hey when's your uh opening day they're like, yeah, we want to be open next week. I'm like, oh, okay. So you, and I, I went through a list. I literally pulled out my hand and went one by one. So I'm like, so you, you have new equipment. Yes. And it's on. Yes. Do you know how to run the equipment? No. Do you know how to use the equipment? Like in any sort of way? Oh no. And then I asked the question of, Hey, so what's your staffing situation like? Like, do you have a kitchen set up? You have all your people. They're like, oh yeah, we've got two chefs and we've got like one person working the cafe and they don't have anybody in front of house. This is a full cafe, like sit down breakfast, cafe, combo, whatever. They have no servers, no waitresses, no bus boys, no nothing. And they want to be up and running next week. And I'm like, fat chance that's going to work. Um, I didn't say that. That was what's going on in my head. In your head. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no way you're getting started up next week. And uh, so it's just, it's irritating to me when people come to us and they're like, hey, we've got all this stuff. We need to get this done like next week. And they're like making it kind of like a rush job. And they, my only problem with, well, not only, but one of the big problems with me or with this whole situation is that if you're a cafe and you want to be a cafe and you're, you know, running coffee and everything or buying coffee, um, make sure you have a provider before the week before you're trying to open. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. That's a lot of info, but like speechless, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, excuse my French, but Oh my goodness. You know, as far, cause I, I was a barista for a while in in the place i was at working we considered ourselves to be kind of like you know like when it comes to coffee shops you have um like three levels you have like a starbucks on the lower level a medium level which is like you know like something like a sip coffee house by us i don't know if you guys are, mm-hmm. yeah you guys all yeah you guys are familiar with it and then you have like grind house which kind of takes it a little bit more serious and it's just like level of seriousness it's just and, and, and you know it, you don't have to be the third level like take everything serious take everything to the but you have to have everything set up yeah and, and, you would and think. It, it is so annoying and, and I'll, I'll relate this to something i had to do um 
when I quit my bartending job, the bar I was at was closing. And so the people who bought it hired me on as like a consultant to like set everything up for them. Mm-hmm. They they bought a whole bar without having no idea how to run it. So similar to you. Just it it blows my mind. Like I would research the hell out of a subject before I even make that big of a purchase. I would know everything, every little detail. I would know how to do this, how to do that. I would know every single detail before I even think about buying. And yeah. and these people have a whole cafe and machines and we're winging it. Yeah, they're pretty much. And that's where the whole common sense thing comes, oh comes looping God. back around where it's like, you know, all four of us, if we were in this situation, we would do the research. We would want to know our shit before we get involved with it, let alone, you know, put money into a bank or have a loan or whatever to buy a building and put in all this equipment, get all this shit ready. Like you would think that you would, you know, cross your T's and dot your I's to make sure that you know what you're doing, especially on opening day, which is very important. You know, this person had a great cup of coffee once and said, oh, you know what? I'm going to open up a cafe and do this. Yeah. Yeah. And the, like, good, and the good cup of coffee came from fucking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. that's. I, the, I'm speechless. It's just some people are just so clueless and dumb. And it's just like. More power to them. I hope it works out for them. I do. Oh, same. But at the end of the day, it's not looking great, bud. It's not. And the thing is, is that like. We like it's gonna hopefully be a good business or in a good location. Um, I'm going to do my very best to train them the way. That's you know, not your job, though. I know, but it's like we want to like get the business up and running, do whatever. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. we're not gonna staff, you know, help them out with staff and stuff. We can show them how to make drinks and whatnot, but it's it's just like, ugh, like why why are you trying to make my job so much harder than it needs to be, but. I don't know. People are crazy. Yeah. I feel like that kind of thing, like you could probably pull that off. I mean, it wouldn't be a good idea still, but you could probably pull that off in like, I don't know, like Wheatfield or somewhere down set, like where it, it's like a small town, right? Oh yeah. Like around here. I, yeah. I do. I feel like you can't do that. Cause you're going to get absolutely not. super quickly. Right. Right. So like, I, I don't know. I, I pray for them. I hope that they do. Okay. Cause I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I hate to see a business go under, but then I also hate to see the owners, you know, just like they're doing it to themselves. It's, it's just it, it, honestly, and I'm not even, I'm not even trying to be like a coffee snob or anything like that. It is, it's disrespectful. It is. It because is. you have, you had people like the coffee shop that I worked for who the owner put day in and day out was, was reaching, researching different ways to make it different blends. And it didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. And, also, I just it was I think really what it was is a location and you know we I think we were charging a little bit too cheap for our drinks but that's besides the point and then you have and then you have a cafe like this which why because Skyler you're right in those small towns that's gonna be the new fad you know these small towns are gonna be like oh my god this new coffee shop opened up it's like the one coffee shop in a twenty five mile radius and they're using <laughs> so, yeah. Maxwell House exactly <laughs> and who cares right but now because we have there's there's serious competition out here. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, you could you can go to any kind of like basic place like Starbucks or Dunkin' or whatever to go grab coffee, or you can go to some of these other locations like you said earlier, like Sip, where it's like it's a very popular which, little cafe, which is great, and they're yeah. killing it. Sip Sip has like what four locations now, and and I think their business is is good because it's still very much entry level. To people who don't know anything about coffee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whereas like I struggle with, I found myself in the last two months struggling to buy anything from Sip because I'm like everything is so sweet and flavored. I've been going to Grindhouse. Um. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I just yeah, I. It's a little disrespectful. It is. It is. It is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that because I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that they're fucking crazy. No, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Well, what a ridiculousness. 
Well, like, yeah, we all gotta yeah. get we all gotta get things off our chest, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know this this Literally. was this was a good session, and I I laugh how I feel like half of this stuff that was talked about uh, was in regards to stuff that happened in the last forty eight hours or maybe a week or two ago. It's like we're like, oh yeah, we haven't done this in you know about six months or so, and well, I mean we could go on forever, really. There's pro- there's probably other things, but you know everybody needs a break. Y'all need to get back to your lives. We got to get back to our lives. But as always, thank you so much for listening to Ramble Radio, and remember just check out. Um, us on Twitter. Check us out on TikTok to get up to date on when we're coming out with episodes, you know, clips and highlights and funny moments from um, the episodes. And yeah, of course, speaking of uh, that, that that coffee business, uh, you know, be sure to check out Just Be Coffee Roasters. Also, check out JustBe.Coffee, their website. Uh, Xavier has a great company and, um, you know, he if you're thinking about making a coffee shop or something, he just gave you some good advice you know on what not to do so see he's his, his business is definitely worth checking out because xavier just be coffee and just be common sense so anyways wow. thank you to austin wow. xavier skyler <laughs> oh and myself will and remember if you don't have the green arrow to turn left don't because you might hit will on lakeshore drive we'll see you on the next one